So we ask the question, how is it that people who seemingly do sins that should cut them off from Hashem are still alive? And we answered at the end of chapter 5 that there's a small vestige of light of soul that never gets disconnected from Hashem, what he called a Rashimu, a bit of a halo that remains no matter what sin we do. He says, yeah, but that doesn't really explain why so many people live great lives and are living long lives, seemingly after having transgressed things that should be cutting them off from life. But more importantly, it's really at the heart question, and that is, there are individuals um, across the world that are evil. Not only doing sins that are punishable by karet, but real evil people. And they live good lives. So does the, work real, does the world really work in this systematic way, the way the Torah seems to describe it? So he says, you see, only when the Jews were on an exalted level and when the divine presence resided amongst the Jewish people in the temple and people received their nourishment only through their godly soul, it was only at that time that the world worked according to the system that the Torah describes. But when they fell from the high level, which is pretty much 99% of Jewish history, and they brought the exile of the divine presence wasn't only sins that caused the destruction of the temple, it was even within the temple times when they didn't live up to the time, to the quality of life that Hashem wanted of them. And the life-giving sustenance flowing from the final letter, hey of Hashem's name, mentioned above, spiraled downward, and it went into real darkness. It went into the world that seems to be blocking spirituality bestowing sustenance and life force to everything in this world. So then even the transgressors and sinners of Israel can receive the life force to sustain their bodies because Hashem's light is so diluted that even a sinner could get it. On the contrary, they receive their life force with greater magnitude and greater power. There is not just equilibrium here, there is a reversal. The powers that control the world during times of exile have increased in numbers and harshness. Evil has intensified in the world, and the more evil the person, the more powerful they become, the more they leech off the energy of the captive divine presence. That's the irony of the times that we live in. Now, a person has free choice whether to receive their sustenance from the sanctums of evil, from the other side, or from holiness, from which all good and holy thoughts so come forth. Now, trying to get it from the holy side might give you less, but ultimately it's, it's, it's real. It's, it's pure godliness. Do you want a lot of nonsense or a little bit of realness? The sanctums of the other side receive their life force by suckling from the embodiment and devolvement of the sustenance of the ten sefirot into klipa, into what we call klipat noga. In other words, Hashem's light, the ten sefirot, should technically shine directly onto us, to our godly soul. But in times of exile, it's, it shines into klipat noga, which is the shell and therefore it allows other things to be susten- get sustenance from. But is that the way we want to live? Or do we want to live on a higher level?